is the year. This is the year of getting it together and doing what you do best. Hustling, taking care of business, and taking care of your community. Join us for JMT Media's podcast, where we interview everyone from the community to small businesses to elected officials who are changing policy that matters for our community. All right. Hey, y'all. Happy Friday. We made it. It is May 1st. Today, there's so many things to be thankful for. First off, it's my Selena Friday. I'm feeling inspired by Selena. Um, Today is also my husband and I seven years um, when we first met each other at Richmond University Medical Center. So there you go. They're saving lives, saving hearts making babies the whole nine. Um, today's segment, we are closing out this entire youth week with an amazing organization, multiple organizations, multiple nonprofits and for-profit entities. So, you know, part of what we do at JMT Media is we really connect for-profit entities and the nonprofit sector. And so when I see this happens between clients and colleagues and community members, I was just over the moon that I had to bring everyone on the show. Um, so today's segment is really inspired by what's going on with Youth Build Staten Island, Assembly 3D, and Skate Park 5050. So um, first up, one of our guests that we have here is Mike Perina. Are you there, Michael? Hey, how's it going, Jackie? Oh my gosh, I'm doing well. How are you, hon? I'm doing good. It's Friday. Good, good. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, what Assembly 3D is, because you've been in the community for years and you've done a lot of amazing, excellent stuff in partnership with Makerspace. My son has some of your gadgets around the house. So for the folks at home, can you talk to us a little bit about what Assembly 3D does and is? Sure. So it's actually kind of all over the place because we're essentially like a custom fabrication shop, but we specialize in 3D printing. And 3D printing has uh, tremendous reach across very many different industries. So we do a lot of uh, architectural projects, but we can also do prototypes. We do big scale production events. Um, We've done stuff for movie sets. So we do a little bit of everything. You can print, you can paint, you can make pretty much whatever you can think of. So it's it's very versatile. Nice, I'll take one of those times two because <laughs> I got a lot of kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, the baby Yoda is the new uh, big thing that everybody wants. Yeah, yeah, seriously. When um, we do the events, I always try to like just print a bunch of those things that people like to give them away. Oh, that's nice, that's nice. So. Um, Speaking of children and sons, can you talk to us a little bit about what inspired you to really be the catalyst for this major movement that's happening here on the North Shore? Yeah, so when the, everything first started happening, uh, it wasn't as really you know serious. Uh, I was here working still, but everything started to shut down at that point. Um, and then I got a phone call saying that my son was in the ICU uh, with pneumonia and it just didn't make sense. I was like, he like, has to have like the virus. And the first thing I was just like, all right, I, I got to go see him. And then of course they were like, no, you, you can't. And then at this point, I'm like, what do I do? There's no more business coming in at this point. Everything's getting shut down. I was like, but I have all of these like machines and, and that, brought me from a place from being helpless to just doing something, going the, the opposite direction and trying to be as helpful as I possibly can. That's awesome. And you were able to partner um, with, and I'm going to bring Ed over with us. Can you talk about the partnership with uh, Skate Park 5050? 
Yeah, sure. So um, again, this community is amazing and I have a lot of favorite people and I know um, the drop of a dime, I can call somebody and they're more than willing to help. So um, eventually was talking to Ed and he was just like, oh yes, yeah, so what do you need? What do you need? So then he was just saying, oh, I can CNC cut that for you. So I'm like, all right, actually that'd be really helpful. And then he was like, oh, I got the steeple. He's like, why don't you just have everybody come here? And I, I thought that was perfect because there's so much space there and it's it's pretty important for us to keep up the safety of you know space and, and go within that whole theme and it's eight thousand square feet that was not being used because obviously nobody's skating at this time so of course he jumped right in he was all for it and uh that's definitely one of the things that i love about this community oh uh, well ed we at, over at jmt media we love skate park 50 50 but can you talk to the folks at home a little bit about what Skate Park 5050 is and the people that you serve in your community, just so they have an idea? Uh, it's an 8,000 square foot indoor skate park facility. And uh, we mainly focus on uh, alternative sports like skateboarding, bike riding, scooter riding, rollerblading. And uh, besides that, we have post events and uh, do fundraisers and music shows and photo shoots and video shoots and stuff like that. That's awesome. So when Mike had reached out to you to start assembling and putting up the space together, you were quick to say, hey, I got the space. And that's, like, idea. <laughs> that, that's pretty amazing because, you know, when the coronavirus first hit, especially in New York City and Staten Island, a lot of people were on complete kind of lockdown. They didn't know what to do. And so you and your wife have always been, you know, trailblazers and community advocates. So can you talk to us about, you know, um, what the next steps were in really making sure that this was a streamlined process? Well, I think the next step was Mike was already starting to make the components. And uh, we have a laser cutter and a CNC machine at our shop as well for fabricating ramps and other stuff. So we just switched that over and started making the actual uh, the uh, front of the face shield while Mike made the back part of it. And uh, we needed a place to assemble. So we just took a lot of the ramps out and we set up tables like six to 10 feet away from each other. And then uh, Camilla and the youth built kids came and we started assembling face shields. That's awesome. Now, Camilla Hanks is the the fearless executive director and leader over at Youth Build Staten Island. So we're gonna actually bring on um, some of the students. So I'm gonna put y'all down in the green room just a little bit so we can talk a little bit about uh, Youth Build Staten Island. So Youth Build Staten Island is a program primarily for students from 18 to 24. They offer a variety of certifications, OSHA training, um, job placements, etc. And so our company, JMT Media, has been able to help facilitate. And several of the students are now moving along to the College of Staten Island. They've been doing, we've connected them with different partners, um, whether it's Snug Harbor Cultural Center, Botanical Garden, amongst others. So you know, Youth Build is a very near and dear place in my heart, um, just because growing up in Texas, you know, I always tell people and some of the students that are going to join us know that, you know, growing up, things were tough for us. And so I was very, very lucky that um, there were words of encouragement to push me through. So I make sure that each of the students um, has a job, has some sort of placements. And um, Camilla was quick to say, you know what, we have this new program 
um, where we can facilitate and have these students work with Assembly 3D and Skate Park 5050 in partnership with Con Edison and Senator Diane Savino's office. So it takes a lot of hands to make this happen. But I want to bring on two of my, my I can't say favorites. So I'm just going to say two of my, because they're all children, right? You got to love them all. You got to love them all. So I'm going to bring Jazz Marie and I'm going to bring Jacob. Hey, guys. Hello. I'm so glad to see y'all. Good morning. How are y'all feeling today? Good morning. Good. Good, good. So, um, Jasmine, can you talk to us a little bit about Youth Build Staten Island and kind of what y'all do there? Okay, Youth Build Staten Island is a leadership development program that trains us to lean towards career opportunities instead of regular jobs. They have provided us with um, OSHA credentials, retail credentials. We've had like a little bit of everything. In the That's awesome. And Jacob, how um, how do you like Youth Build? Like, what's that? How what's a day to day uh, life like as a Youth Builder? As a Youth Build member, day to day, I feel like an uplifting member towards all of my peers and staffs and condolences from anywhere I, I meet. So uh, overall, just staying unified with my peers and staying, staying educated as young potential leaders is best for all of us to proceed. So I really enjoy Youth Build Staten Island. That's awesome. Now you guys have been extremely helpful and influential in packaging some of the stuff. So uh, Jeff Marie, do you have a face mask with you so you can show our audience like what you guys are working on? Because everyone has a task, right? There's no task that's too small. So talk to us about what you do with your part of the face mask. Okay, so I make sure that the actual shield has no sharp edges or anything so nobody gets injured, like cuts themselves by accident and then eventually somebody puts it together. That's awesome. And Jacob, what's your role with the face shields? My role handling personal protective equipment is to make sure the 3D printed materials are perfected by manually torching and sanding for better quality. Oh, so you do the face on the front, on the forehead. Mm -hmm. This piece. And oh what that, I sand the product, uh, it's the foam and the inner layer below the rubber band. The Got rubber it. band around the head to make sure it's well gripped and comfortable for any rescuer out there that's saving all of them. That's awesome. Now I'm gonna bring Mike back on because Mike, I got a couple of questions. How many of these face shields have y'all um, put together and started working on? So, so far we are up to, I got the exact number. I think it's 4,189 face shields that we have produced. That's and we've actually been able to hand them out to 70 different organizations, either through pickup or delivery. Oh, that's 70 different organizations? Yes. Wow, that's amazing. We actually also were able to do every single firehouse uh, on Staten Island. And we also did every FDNY EMS in uh, the city. And then a couple of them have even since then gotten more. 
Uh, but yeah, we like to be able to like disperse as much help um, as possible, especially like for the local community. You know, a, a hospital probably would have needed say two thousand or three thousand. Yeah. We're giving five hundred to this one, two hundred to that nursing home. I, I just That's feel amazing. like it's a little bit more of an impact. That's amazing. Well, speaking of impact, so I want to show folks at home this beautiful video that was produced by an amazing Staten Island. And I, I've gotten to meet this man virtually. Um, he's an amazing producer and videographer. His name is Matt Chirico. And he produced this video. So we're going to share this with y'all. Um, give me two seconds, because I think it's a really, really beautiful video. So I'm Michael Tarda, and I own Assemble 3D Printing. We're a custom fabrication shop that specializes in 3D printing, generally makes stuff from prototypes to big event productions. However, with this whole pandemic going on, business has ceased to exist. So about a month ago, my son was actually sick in the hospital with pneumonia, and they actually tested him thinking that it could have been the coronavirus. They wound up being negative, but I was able to take that opportunity and sitting there doing nothing to start the machines, critical funding, start raising money, part of the community leaders, and the collaboration of these patients to try to help curb the pandemic. We reached out to Makerspace initially and had them see if they can help source the material and head came over after that. We were able to utilize the CNC machine as a laser cutter and this 8,000 square foot table. So we set up operations here, and then we brought in Y'all, this is amazing. Hold on, let me bring in my Ed over here. 
guys, this is like, this is exactly what the Staten Island community is about, helping your neighbors and your friends. So I commend all of y'all working with each other to help support your neighbors, your friends, your families in need. And I mean, how do y'all feel? Like, I'm gonna start off with Ed. How do you feel knowing that you, you're helping someone? You're helping over 4,000 people. Like, how, do, how does that make you feel? On the back end, I just think about, we put it in a bag, we box it and we send it out. And hopefully that box will save somebody's life. You know, that's just a good feeling knowing that every box we put out, you know, we know we're saving someone or helping somebody. Absolutely. And Mike, how do you feel about, you know, having this idea, partnering with all of these organizations and businesses, nonprofits, like, how do you feel? I, well, obviously, it's definitely amazing, but I, I believe it to be like the power of exponential growth where, you know, I do a good thing and obviously that makes me feel good. But then these other people are trying to figure out how they can also help. So like then they'll donate their time, uh, they'll donate money. And I think it also helps them feel like they're also helping. So it, it's very community outreach where as a community, we come together and we help as much as we can. And it, it just gives you that power back that a lot of people feel that they lost with this whole COVID-19 thing. I did. It's amazing. Now, Jasmine and Jacob, you know, seeing as we're closing out the week on focusing and highlighting youth, because when I first started this, um, the community corner, it was really to help small businesses and nonprofits. And, you know, then I started thinking, well, what's going on with the youth? But I mean, clearly, honey, y'all been, y'all took charge and y'all are helping. Like, how do y'all feel like, as young adults that are changing the, the world and changing your community, how do y'all feel? Honestly, I just feel so grateful because there's people that can't even do anything. So to do something that's helping somebody, just it just brings hope. Like That's awesome. What about you, Jacob? To a full, honest uh, feeling, I feel honored, very to even about the community, helping out commu the community itself. It's not just helping out that hour, it's helping out the city, it's helping out the United States, and then it's spreading worldwide. So if preventing death tolls is the most beautiful thing because you want to be able to see people walk amongst you and have conversations and live the prosperous life. So like I said, very honored to supporting Y'all, all y'all, all four of y'all, humble pies. Um, Mike, I want to show, um, I want to share my screen because people are going to ask, like, where, how can we help? What can we do next? Can you talk a little bit about um, this website? Sure. So, with you know all the requests and all of the overwhelming support, we just created a really quick and easy website in order to kind of uh, direct everybody to. So everybody can kind of either do their part or they can request for something. So if you're a nursing home, if you have a, a sick mother or something where you feel that a shield will, uh, maybe even if it doesn't save their life, but if it gives them that feeling of security, uh, all they have to do is hit request. They fill out a simple form on that um, and then we'll get back to them immediately. Uh, if they want to volunteer, so if they also want to be a part of this, and even if they don't want to come close to us, but they want to, say, just do a delivery to somewhere. Um, we have a lot of places in Brooklyn, it means it's hard for us to get to. Um, they can do a volunteer form. And then if anybody else wants to contribute and help us raise a little bit more money so that way we can actually purchase more material and make more shields, then they can do so in the green link. So all three links are there, uh, depending on what you want to do. And then eventually we'll actually have some 
like statistics, some updates, including, you know, how many shields we've actually produced and how many organizations, just so that way people can kind of follow along and see, you know, if their support is uh, actually making a difference, which it obviously is. Absolutely. Um, we got a couple of comments here from, ah, yay, the Staten Island Small Business Development Center. Um, they're actually facilitated, their big umbrella company is Small Business Administration. They're saying incredible work and we couldn't agree more. Um, we also have Jessica Morano from Florida saying, you guys are truly amazing. So there you have it. I'm just, you know, you guys are doing an excellent job. And I appreciate y'all joining us for our conclusion for our youth week. Um, first, of all, I want to say thank y'all so much. And for everyone else that's tuning in, you know, this week was really important to us to feature what's happening with our youth. How are we helping our youth? Um, next week is going to be really interesting because in true formats, um, in a true form, you know, Community Corner, it's not really about me. It's not about JMT Media. It's about our community. So we're going to have a slew of guest hosts that will join us. Um, and these are some really important people that have been mentors in my life. And I figured, you know, I, I want to share them with, with the rest of the world. So on Monday, we will be joined by an amazing community advocate. Um, she's a five-time Emmy award-winning producer, three-time Peabody winner. She lives here on Staten Island. Uh, her name is Dolores Morris. Um, we are hosting next week, we're calling it the Staten Island Superheroes Week. So we'll be highlighting and featuring several superheroes that are really in the trenches, on the front lines, and even those behind the scenes um, that they don't get to get any of the fanfare or anything like that. Um, so I'm hoping that you will join us next week. Um, again, Community Corner is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 11 a.m., and for those of you that are looking outside, we are looking forward to this weekend having a moment of peace and clarity. And I want to leave you with this um, because one of my dear friends, Christine Garlisi, I always call her hashtag kind Christine. Um, be kind, be well, and be safe. And just be a blessing, not just to yourself, but to other people around you. So. Anyhow, have a wonderful Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. And again, we look forward to seeing you next week at the Staten Island Superheroes segment all week long with several co-hosts um, here on the Community Corner. All right, y'all have a great one.